Yo, it's Frank Fawcett, actor, writer, producer, back again with another episode. How y'all doing? Um, glad to be back. It is freezing right now, 21 degrees, and I am recording this episode and staying warm at the same time, which is uh, <laughs> quite a challenge in New York City sometimes, you know? Um, my gut was telling me to come up here, but I knew I was going to have to face another winter in the cold, cold city. But uh, everything's been good, man. Uh, I celebrated a birthday at the beginning of the month, and um, you know, now I had some really exciting experiences over the, that week, and uh, made some reconnections with with people I haven't seen for years. You know, that's the good thing about New York for me. It, it allows me to start opening up my network once again you know like it's hard for me because when I come to New York you know after being coming here for years like you start to see your actor friends either go to LA um, they go to a secondary market they go become teachers they go um, they just some, some of them just leave it, you know, like, you know, that's a term I learned from um, jazz documentary. Um, the jazz documentary by Ken Burns is like, you know, the jazz musicians when they would, um, you know, I've always thought of myself as kind of a jazz musician. Shout out to Ernie McClintock, you know, uh, the jazz actors method. Ernie McClintock in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, he was a. Uh, be introduced that idea early in my life um, but yeah it's like being a jazz musician where you have to kind of we're, we're constantly looking for gigs we're looking for different venues to host our talent so that we can get our God-given talent to the public where we can fulfill our mission you know so I do I, I find a spiritual journey and connection when I'm working at my best self you know Usually in the theater, you find the characters and they kind of they kind of spring up on you, you know, and they have their own stories to tell, and you know, we're just serving, we're in service of that, you know, as actors. Um, so I've been in New York now for about a month, uh, coming up on a month, and um, things have been going well, man. On my birthday weekend, um, I was uh, honored to check out. Uh, one of my classmates, Eddie Gifegi. Uh, you might know him from the Twilight films or from uh, The Blacklist, uh, X-Men, uh, the first new one, I forgot which one it was, X-Men, first something. <laughs> well, either way, Eddie's a very talented actor and I've known him, he was a year beneath me at NYU. Um, you know, we spent our, pretty much our first year in LA kind of helping each other out and um real good dude um got to see him do jesus hop to a train off broadway which was a treat you know because you know i have this is the first play back you know for new york city and uh it was excellent production um they had about three more shows left so uh, you know we hung out and kicked it um some of his blacklist compatriots came and hung out so uh, we ended up having a good time afterwards and uh, I got to meet the cast 
So it was a really great experience. Um, it kind of gave me a, a, a peek into why, you know, my gut has driven me back to New York City. You know, it's, it's, it's moments like that you can't just get anywhere. Like, you know, a lot of things happened for me in Atlanta, you know, where I would you know, kind of be able to mingle and kind of, you know, develop peers who would later become, you know, valuable to my career. But New York is an interesting place because people from all walks of life are interacting like nonstop, you know. A lot of times I feel like in a place like Atlanta or even LA, if you're not in that circle, you probably don't get that invite, you know. So that was a, you know, that was great. That was really great for me. And like I said, got to celebrate my birthday at the same time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, then after that, I had a lot of... Um Hey, the other thing that happened to me this week was um, I started back auditioning. Now, when I was up here in New York before, I was doing a lot of commercial and voiceover auditions, which are great and are very, um, very much, you know, something that I want to continue into the next year, 2018. Um, and but I started, like I told you last episode, started getting a lot of interest from Atlanta once I came to New York. I don't know, maybe I'm more attractive being a New York actor, but, um, you know, about three or two or three um, co-stars on, you know, new TV shows came up, so knocked those out of the park. And what really kind of piqued my interest was I got submitted a lead in a two-person play at a theater, um, which, you know, is, is great because I've been kind of throughout my career fighting with um, the idea of being a leading man. It's hard to be a leading man when, you know, you're 19, you know, and I've been doing this since I was you know, in high school. So it's, it's kind of, I don't know how to say, it, you know, an actor who plays leading roles usually is cast because he's known already you know and so coming out of, of you know out of obscurity and trying to forge a career it's hard for people to kind of take that risk for you to be the lead of their show and I think that's part of the resistance I faced um, but it was great it felt good to be back in the saddle you know like I mean from way back when every time I would have an idea to be in a play as a secondary role or supporting role, you know, nothing wrong with that at all. And sometimes that was my default because, you know, that character usually has a, a quirk or some character about him. Every time I did that, I've done that in my career. I've, the director has pointed me, well, why don't you read for the lead? <laughs> so it's been one of those things where I've, I'm not fighting against being a leading actor. It's just like, I would like it to get going, you know what I mean? I would like to actually have those opportunities. So this was an opportunity to do that. Great audition, um, very unique, and the technology is amazing right now. It was a Skype call. I was in New York, the director was in uh, 
Los Angeles composers in London and of course the creative team was in Atlanta so and the person I was reading with was also in Atlanta so we were on a international uh, audition and you know like I said it took us about 10 minutes to get started you know with all the technical stuff on my end and then on their end and you know going back and forth so it was a hour-long audition just about and uh, I felt like I gave it my all um, they're considering a couple of the people that I recognize on the list um, and so we'll see you know so all I can do is put my best foot forward but you know it's interesting you know coming back to New York and, and getting that call like I, New York is a creative place for me that gives me solace and like I said I was able to reconnect with a lot of my people that you know I've come up in the game with friends I ran into uh, Bianca Jones friend of mine from way back in the day B um, and it was good to see her and like kind of collaborate again she helped me with my audition like you know just having that support is so valuable you know and um, sometimes I didn't get that all the time when I was in LA or Atlanta so um, you know between that and having Royce up here and you know Royce Johnson who I hope to have on the show at some point I'm going to start bringing in some interviews, some people. So, you know, even if you are my people and you want to be on the show, let me know, you know, because I'd love to interview you, have you on the line. Um, and it's very easy with um, the method I'm using. So, yeah, you know, getting back to being a leading man. That's what I'm looking to do. Also, I've been doing a lot of work with Fawcett Media, trying to get that off the ground, trying to get some things going there. Now I'm getting squared away with, um, you know, some 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 opportunities here uh, that weren't available in other markets. You know. Fawcett Media. Yeah, we out here. Um, Fawcett Media is a digital agency. Um, I want to start producing content for clients. And uh, the thing about New York is there's some great opportunities and incentives for small businesses. So I'm working on the process of getting certified as a small business in New York City so that I can operate and uh, maybe even do some contracts for the city, commercials and videos. Um, that's where my skill lies because it's so, so connected to my craft. Um, and I've kind of acquired these skills of, you know, being a content creator and also marketing. Um, I've been helping out with so many other things, trying to, you know, trying to build this out. You know, it's been about a three year process. And I really think um, there's something out there for me. So I'm really excited about the prospect of being a full-time um, capitalized business um, and bringing content to uh, business owners, you know. Um, so it's making, it's, I'm trying to get out of being a solopreneur at this, you know. Right now, it is pretty much just me, but I do have a lot of support around, you know, lawyers and, you know, folks that kind of help me along the way. And um, I'm looking to have this thing run on its own at some point, you know what I mean? 
I'm based here in Harlem right now. I would love to have an office in Harlem and a workspace that people, creative people, you know, because I'd like to hire some editors and, you know, um, people who do graphics and things like that. And, you know, really push this thing out and scale it. And um, being an entrepreneur, you know, because I've got it honest, man. My dad was an entrepreneur. He always had the ideas, you know. God rest his soul, but you know it was, it was, it was hard to really, actually, pin down. He had so many good ideas. It was hard to actually put in the process what he wanted. And so, I don't know if Fawcett Media is uh, a nod to him, but it's definitely got my family name on it. That's his name that he gave me. And um, you know, it's interesting because I, I just talked to my cousin Stephanie. Um, through my father through my father's side you know and she she is starting a pr company and I, you know shout out to stephanie out there um and it was great to you know kind of push this idea around that there would be a business with our family name on it you know that's powerful that's powerful for legacy and for the future of you know my kids you know and her kids and everybody can can see this as as something larger you know who knows, you know, Fawcett Media might end up being, what, Turner, you know, <laughs> it's got Ted Turner's name on it, you know, for lack of a better example, but, um, so yeah, I'm just looking to really bring, bring some capital into this thing and, and have it kind of run, you know, I, I'm, I feel like it's a baby right now where I'm, you know, you have to hold a toddler up while they're taking their first steps and then they slowly, surely build the strength to walk and then of course they run and they <laughs> run all over the house so i don't know baby illusions um very valuable right now but yeah so um i just want faucet media to really uh stand on its own you know um and you can check faucet media out on instagram uh, i've been you know just putting up content and kind of giving ideas of what i want to you know what i can offer visually um, I'm working on a reel right now. So Fawcett Media is F-A-U-C-E-T-T-E-M-E-D-I-A at Fawcett Media. And then you can find me on most social media at Frank Fawcett. Frank, F-R-A-N-K-F-A-U-C-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. Yeah, man. Um, that's how we're building it, man. Because this digital age has offered me an opportunity to expand to a larger audience and get this message out, build this business and continue my artistic journey. So, once again, this has been Frank Fawcett. I hope you all are having a wonderful day and I will see you next time.